0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's a Thursday Trust Life with Jason Bonington and Toby McKinnon. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. oh. Thumbs up from Jamie. He won't be far off, J.D. Oh, just a little bit of on-air coordination between That's the bu- pair beautiful. of us. It's beautiful. Now, little story. Saturday night, Aaron Codes, 30th. Can't wait for it. It's been well publicised, this. And, and it's the definition of what is truly wonderful about harness racing, right? Aaron's a bike from Mildura, trains a few horses. He grew up in Broken Hill. I'm. There's four of us going up. In, in, in uh, a coordinated to go up and a coordinated assault on Mildura. It's myself from Yarravelli, Tim O'Connor from Ballarat, Sean McNulty from Bendigo, and Luke Humphreys from Gisborne. The four of us, all from totally four different backgrounds, would never have even known each other if it wasn't for harness racing or know Aaron. We're all heading to Mildura for the weekend to spend in Mildura for, for this 30th birthday. That's not what harness racing is truly about. I'll go here. Creating those connections and relationships. Uh, I think Jamie will be there. Just uh, JD is just texting, uh, testing. Uh, and as a Saturday night at Hobart is a very interesting little race meeting. We've got Kent Rathray lined up for a chat and, as as I say, these connections and relationships with people, he's given us the thumbs up that he's he's aware of OB seven. So uh, hopefully he's not far away. Ken's got a couple of key runners on Saturday night, so we'll be able to catch up with him shortly. Oh, it sounds like I can hear a little toot toot from Vietnam there. Jamie, mate, how are you? And I assume you're still uh, OS, mate. Yeah, mate, I'm heavily involved in some renovations on a a house that'll.
0: Um, rented, mate, to do um, you know Australian style business—pizza, burgers, pies, cake—you know. Yeah, so I'm in the middle of that, mate, and it's not kind waking up at 7:30 every morning and heading across there to talk to the contractors and all that when it's 35, 36
1: oh, degrees, mate. Fancy there. Have a listen. It has <laughs> to wake up at seven. Most people doing a hard day's work get up well before 7:30. Jamie, you haven't—you're not—you're not, uh, you're not in, in, ingratiating yourself with the general man here.
0: Oh, eat toes, mate. I've been a baker <laughs> since I was 15, mate. Baker start at 1am and 2am, mate. Oh, so in, in about three weeks, I'll be up I'll be up at 3.30am, 3. 3 worse luck. But um, it's something I've got to get used to again, mate. But while I can get a few extra hours of beauty sleep each morning, mate, I'm going to take it with both hands,
1: that's for sure. Yeah, well, you've definitely been getting up early for a long time if it was called beauty sleep. <laughs> Now yeah, that's for sure, mate. That's for hey, sure. I, I don't know if I've ever slept then. I'll need plenty. I'll need plenty of it, mate. <laughs> now, we've got a couple of meetings this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I do like seeing Saturday night uh, Hobart. I do, There's something about racing on a Saturday night that's just so much more special. And, of course, there's uh, like they're nearly all $20,000 races, which, which are great nights racing down in Tassie, mate.
0: Oh, for sure, mate. It's great to see. And as you mentioned, mate, I'm with you. Saturday night is the night for harness racing as far as I'm concerned. We all grew up tuning in Saturday nights to the old Mooner Valley days. And, yeah. And uh, Friday night used to be Harold Park. But, you know, but Saturday night's always been the best night. And we don't get many Saturday night meetings in Tassie, but the power to be have done a great job and, and all that because we've got um, 10 good races. And I think there's, there's 26,000 for the two-year-olds and I think there's four or five for 20,000. So... It's definitely one of the better nights of racing I've seen for a fair while, Tobe, and um, all we've got to do, mate, is find some winners now.
1: Find some winners, we will. The three-year-old Colts and Geldings final. Generally, the three-year-old Colts and Geldings in a smaller pool of horses like this, there's one that generally stands out, mate, and, and it might be the magician, is it? Yeah, he's a nice type. He's lightly raced. He's trained by the rat race, and they take their time, mate. They never
0: rush their horses. Yeah. Um, they've obviously got an opinion of this horse because they've taken their time, but he resumed on Sunday night with an absolutely arrogant win, beaten beaten most of his rivals tonight. He, he worked to the breeze mid-race and just done it easy, mate. So he's only going to be further improved and he's drawn inside all them rivals. So it's hard to see him being beaten, despite there being some handy types in the race. So I just think he'll get the job done and let's hope they put up $3 or three twenty early, which, you know, I think they will because there is some form in the race with overrunners. runners. And then we head across to the next race, mate, for the other bit of better than not. Race 5, number 10, Island Boutique. Um, Christian Sola's done a great job with this horse. Mark yowell has got the, the key to her. Um, she was dominant winning first up to make it a winning hat-trick out of the last three runs. And I can just see Mark pushing for once the pace settles. It gets She gets around to the breeze, mate. She'll be too strong for her rivals. And, you know, they should put up 250, or so. I think that's a pretty good double, you know, mid-card you know, mid for the punters out there. Cutler Value, race two, number seven, CT Chelsea. This is a good race. This is for the two-year-old fillies feature, you know, $26,000. And there is a little bit of depth. You've got Ilak Bakari drawn two, CT Chelsea drawn seven. Um, you've got Old Lady Lincoln drawn out the back. And then you've also got um, Kent's horse, Jalepe Sands drew four. I think Jalepe Sands got the speed to lead. And so she's going to be in front. And CT Chelsea might have to be driven outside of comfort zone, but... I think she'll be up to the task, and I reckon we'll get 5 or $6, so she's a good gambler at those sort of odds. We'll go over to the feature race. This is the Metropolitan Cup, and it's great to see it for 20000 again. We've got Harjeet, the Shallows, we've got Diamonds and Cashews racing well, Sunny Sands, that's a good race, but pound for pound, I think Harjeet is the best horse in the race, so I'm happy to be on be on that side, and I reckon Toddy will get the job done at, you know, it should be $3, dollars three fifty, and I think they're good odds for him, because he's a really good horse. Then we go over to race nine. This is the, the each way better than I. We should get seven or eight dollars, better and more. Join um, outside the second line, but as long as Buster William don't go too early, Ricky Duggan will get on the back of Buster William and Buster will take her right into the race. And if she's within five meters of the top of the straight, mate, she's got the speed to run past the rivals and looks a really good each way play. The couple of odds, race seven number nine, forgot the wallet, hard race. She had no luck first up, hit the line strongly. She gets the sort of run she likes and if there is going to be a boil over she's the most likely type and over to race eight number three jackson neptune this is the stand start feature he just pings away so he'll be in front or behind the leader so you will give himself every chance and he'll be 12 to 14 dollars and he's an each way better than up and might say i think he can definitely run a place and he's a sneaky chance of winning we'll go to the quaddy. Um, let's hope the pools are big on Saturday night. First leg we'll go ten and thirteen. We'll just have a bit of insurance with Ireland Boutique with a horse called Impulse. Yep. Um second leg we'll go seven, eight, eleven, twelve. Third leg five, nine, ten and thirteen. Last leg two, three, thirteen, and fourteen. Sixty four dollars mm-hmm. give us fifty percent of the dividend.
1: Chuck Beast mode in that last leg. Uh, for those that listened about three months ago when I said a similar thing and he got up. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, he hasn't won a race since. I don't <laughs> think he's been a place since. So he's probably heard a spoke <laughs> bagging him out, Tobe, or whatever, <laughs> talking about him and his formal buggy years. Well, I'm not going to perform like
1: I can. <laughs> now, uh, that's Saturday night done, and uh, you'll get a night's rest, mate, back up and off to Launceston the next day. Must be a big weekend yeah. for Benny Yowell. Yeah, it would be. I don't know how many runs he's got, but it would be. But <laughs> but
0: yeah, Sessions obviously the second secondary meeting because that is a great meeting. The best bet comes up in the last race, eight, number three, true stepper. Finally showed last week that the ability he's got to race away to win by 10 metres or more. Six horse field, I just think he wins. You know, Won't get flash odds, probably 220, 240. And I reckon he's a good gamble, and I think Max Marita's nearly a good thing to run second in the race. So there's a the Cornella out there, listeners. The value plays come up, race five, number eight, Tarleton Riley. Got a couple of duck eggs next to its name. But John barrier eight, number one's drawn to lead. And One thing about Tarleton Riley, he loves the soft trip and getting the last crack at him. So if the pole marker leads and drifts off the track or there's a gap over up, look for Tarleton Riley to be spearing through and he'll give a great sight around the $6 mark. The following race, we go over to Pantano Stride. He was going to win last start, but broke stride 100 metres off the line when he was starting to race away from his rivals. So as long as the camper fixed up whatever caused that, because uh, he seems to break for no reason, from a similar draw, I reckon he can just has to run up to that effort and he can get the job done at around the $6 mark in race six. And the one that odds comes up, race three, number 11, lip apiece. Um Showed a bit of improvement last time and does have the knack of bobbing up at big odds in, in certain races and he does map well in race three and don't be surprised to see him give a side around the 15 to 20 to 1 mark. And the quality, mate, will go 1, 6, 8, 10, 13. Second leg will go 6, 12 and 13. Third leg, one, four, seven, and 13. Last leg, 3 and 6. Um, $48 give us 40% of
1: the dividend. All right, mate, we'll take a break for the news. And I'm just going to run you through some stats and figures over these couple of meetings that I've uh, quickly calculated out, which, which is uh, a big compliment to Tassie Racing. We'll take the news and we'll come back and have a quick chat about that. The SEN app is now... You're listening to Thursday Trots Life with
0: Jason Bonnington and Toby McKinnon. This is real
1: Jamie stuff, this. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jamie, there was something you said. It was only a throwaway line that it was a secondary meeting at Hobart, right? Well, here's yep. some stats: there's two hundred forty odd thousand dollars in prize money across the weekend in Tassie. One hundred ninety-two thousand on Saturday night. Ten races, nineteen thousand average. I know. I know it is the secondary meetings, no doubt about that. But it's. It's 50K across eight races. It's, it's over $6,000 average prize money per race. So even though it's a secondary race meeting, the, the, the prize money's really good at 6000 per race minimum, you know, like, or 6250 across the eight races. I know they're, they're 5950, most of them, but that's really good prize money for what you, you term a secondary meeting, you know?
0: Oh, correct, Toby. And, and what you've got to realise, all the other states, right, our driving fees don't come out of the prize money listed.
1: Oh, like same they do as in Queensland
0: Victoria, yeah. yeah. Okay. So on on top of that, you have got to add say ten drives, and an extra six hundred dollars. So really, the race is worth six thousand five hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah. Because the driving fees don't come out of the prize money, mate. That's yeah. the good thing about Tasmania, and you know it's a credit to Tas Racing and the people that are behind it. You know, like you win a race in Melbourne or New South Wales, well, all the driving fees come out of the prize money before they split the prize money. So. So at the end of the day, it's even better, mate. No, it's, it's like it, I'm, I'm more or less talking secondary meeting for class of horse, but um, yeah, I know. But, but, but as for the secondary meeting on prize money, mate, that prize money's up there as good, as good as anywhere. Country assessment, that's for sure. Around um, around Australia? country, country Australia, and, and,
1: and that's that's where Ben Yole's business model is so smart because there's such great value in that in that prize money. He knows if he can provide 60% of the runners on the night, uh, the law of averages says he'll take home 60% of that 50000 Do you know what I mean? So yep, nah, that's his business model. It's very, very clever.
0: No, I agree. You know, like, I, I'm, I've, I've said this to Ben. I was dead set against it early days going back years ago. But I've been a businessman since I was in my early 20s and I, I realised to take my hat off to him a few years ago, his business model. He's got to yep. do what makes his business a success. I've got to, you know, all businessmen do, and that model works. And now I understand the reasoning behind it, because exactly what you mentioned—if he's got more than fifty percent of the horses in, he's going to win fifty percent of the prize money, yeah, or or close enough yeah. of each of each night. And you know, that's what sees him survive. And with the big numbers he's got, and you know, he gets the winners he does. But um, but yeah, so yeah, but let's just hope on um Saturday night, you know. All the followers out there, get on Sky Channel, watch Tasmanian racing and see some of our better horses go around and, and just realise
1: there is some nice horses, you know, in
0: Tasmania still.
1: And we'll take a break now and get back with Kent Rat Ray we'll talk about some better horses from the 80s, probably the 90s, from the 2000s, the 2010s, and some of the better ones racing on this weekend. He's been a man of the sport for such a long time. Not a huge name, but cheese has been associated with some good horses.
0: No, he has, mate. He's a really good fella. He's lived in the shadow of his brother, Barry, worse luck. Barry's his brother. But Kent's just as accomplished as Barry, that's for
1: sure. 100%.